message is about being silly. Let's acknowledge Jesus. Jesus, we thank you and praise you for your goodness, your kindness, for telling us ahead of time, for warning us that you're coming and we're not ready. We thank you, Lord. I just thank you that every heart listening today would catch on to what you're saying to us, to have understanding that you would just ignite them with fire to get ready to understand. Love you and praise you, give you all the glory. I pray that for you because he did that in me. And the thing is, is you have to constantly be asking him for revelation knowledge. You have to pay attention to what he's thinking and what he's feeling so that you can have that knowing that you got to get ready, that it's just not sitting around waiting for him, but it's actually doing his work like we read, I believe, yesterday in Matthew 24. And today, and speaking of Matthew 24, yesterday what we were reading goes right into Matthew um, 25. You know, just because they're chapters and verses doesn't mean that you just um, separate them. But really, Jesus was talking and he went on to say, but do you remember you said it was going to be like in the day of Noah? People were just um, eating and drinking. And can you even imagine Noah building that ark? And people not noticing to the place where they'd be questioning him and wondering. And so as this day, we have signs. Jesus is warning us. This is a book of prophecy. And still, we're not paying attention. Just like in that day, we got this big arc right in front of our eyes. and. We're not having ears to hear and eyes to see because they kept walking by the ark, right? Wow, look at that big boat without inquiring. So that's why God gave me this word today, silly, foolish. And so anyway, it says, Jesus said, what you should be doing while you're waiting, who here qualifies for the job of overseeing the kitchen? A person the master can depend on to feed the workers on time each day. Someone the master can drop in unannounced and always find him doing his job. And if I didn't mess, uh, mention this is a message translation I'm reading out of today. A God-blessed man or woman, I tell you, it won't be long before the master will put this person in charge of the whole operation. But if that person who looks out for himself and the minute the master is away, does what he pleases, abusing the help and throwing drunken parties for his friends, the master is going to show up when he least expects it and it won't be pretty. He'll end up like in the dump with the hypocrites out in the cold, shivering, teeth chattering. So, what he's saying, obviously, is doing the right thing 
getting ready, even though it doesn't look like he's coming, even though. And he's telling us that ahead of time. We all have something to do for the master. And he's saying that right here. He gave you something to do. Not just sit around and wait. So then he goes on to talk about the ten virgins. And I just scoot over here in Matthew 25. God's kingdom is like ten young virgins who took oil lamps and went to greet the bridegroom. Five were silly, five were smart. The silly virgins took lamps, but no extra oil. The smart virgins took jars of oil to feed their lamps. The bridegroom didn't show up when they expected him, and they fell asleep. And now I just want to say right here, I think a lot of people get caught up on the oil and the lamp and, and what that means. But Jesus is just saying, how silly of them not to bring extra oil for their lamp. Obviously, they needed oil for the lamps. In the middle of the night, someone called out, He's here. The bridegroom is here. Go out and greet him. The ten virgins got up, got their lamps ready. The silly virgins said to the smart ones, Our lamps are going out. Lend us some of your oil. They answered, There might not be enough to go around. Buy your own. They did. But while they were buying oil, the bridegroom arrived. When everyone who was there to greet him had gone into the wedding feast, the door was locked. Much later, the other virgins, the silly ones, showed up and knocked on the door saying, Master, we're here. Let us in. He answered, Do I know you? I don't think I know you. So stay alert. You have no idea when he might come. And so what Jesus is saying is, you're silly not to get ready. You're actually allowing your destiny to be hell. Getting ready is the main thing that he's been saying to me. It's not like they're not ready. Of course, how are we going to ever arrive without him? Um, but the thing is, we're not even getting ready. And you, when you're getting ready, then you're letting him help you. You're letting him recreate you in his likeness. That's getting ready. You're, you're letting him have his way in your life. You're letting him teach you. And what I mean by recreate is take on his character. Learn what love is in his kingdom. Separate from the world and take on his way of doing and being right. After all, we're going to be moving into the kingdom. And if you really want to move in, you have to start getting ready. Because you can't bring junk dirt into the kingdom of heaven. You can't bring your sin, right? You have to detach from your old man and be this new creation. 
And so he's saying, we're allowing it. We're allowing it. We're allowing this to happen because the Bible is a prophecy. And he's, he's giving us this ark, so to say, so that we know ahead of time what's going to happen. Don't you think the ark was God's way of getting their attention? But still, they didn't pay attention. The signs that Jesus talked about in Matthew 24 are fulfilled. Just about. And I told you yesterday, which I wanted to say something about that, that he is at the very door. If you didn't hear yesterday's, I'll, I'll just quickly go over that. So one morning I was, um, I heard a knock at the door. And yesterday I set a wall. And it was a knock at the door, but it wasn't my door from my house. It didn't sound like my door. And it was audible. And then I said, Jesus, you know, when he's talking to you, Jesus, is that you? And he said, yeah, you're not ready. I'm knocking. I'm letting you know I'm on the other side of the door. And I went for a walk later, and I thought, I wonder why he was knocking. And the Holy Spirit said, because he's a gentleman. He's a gentleman. He's telling us ahead of time that he's coming. He's saying, you're not even getting ready. You're living as if you haven't even acknowledged me. In fact, we're not acknowledging him when we're not getting ready. I mean, most people I know aren't getting ready. They're doing everything but. And it just goes in one ear and out the other. Jesus is coming. Oh, yeah, I know. Well, it's not going to be today, one person said to me. I don't know, and you don't know that either. So it's like a foolish thing. When I tell someone Jesus is coming, they act as though it's a foolish thing. And really what we just read is they're foolish because they're not getting ready. It doesn't matter when he's coming, right? Just that you're ready. And how can you do all these things at the last minute? Whatever he puts you in charge of. How can you do it at the last minute? You can't. If you write five books, how can you do that? That's what they were doing. That, that, was, the, that was the whole thing. They were foolish. They weren't getting ready. It wasn't anything about the oil. That was just Jesus saying, it's like being that silly. And so we're being that silly if we're not getting ready. And then yesterday when I was talking about him knocking at the door and, you know, the Holy Spirit said he was a gentleman. And that just so got to me. How sweet. And then two days later, he knocked at my door again, only the door is on the other side of the room. And I said, Jesus, he said, 
Get ready, I'm coming. And I realized when I looked back, even though he said that, maybe like you, I still didn't have a revelation knowledge of it, that he was coming that soon. And that's why he keeps telling me, because I keep knocking, seeking. I want to know truth. You got to ask him to help you to get it. Not just assume you get it. Like the five foolish virgins. That, that the teachings that I've heard on it are so focused on the lamps and the oil that they miss the whole point of being silly because you're not getting ready. The smart ones are getting ready. And so if you want to be a smart one, start getting ready. Say, Jesus, what do I have to do? How can I be ready? Don't say, oh, I know he's coming, I'm ready. And I think that when people say that, what they're saying is, oh, I can't wait for him to come. I'm so sick of this place. And there's so much to do. Does your neighbor know about Jesus? Are you keeping him to yourself? That's one thing. I think that's a big thing. Do you care that they don't know? Are you praying for them? So, the foolish virgins. I'm used to reading out of the Amplified, but I'm going to call them silly from now on. The silly virgins. Jesus said, do I know you? I don't think I know you. So stay alert. You have no idea when he might arrive. So you can't say, he's not coming tomorrow. But lots of time. Lots of time. I'm just going to fool around till the last minute. You can't do that. And then be smart and be ready at the same time. It's just not going to work. And so the thing to do is, I know I'm repeating myself, but start getting ready. So the five silly virgins, they did what they were supposed to do, but they were late. They were possibly the ones that were just fooling around till the last minute. And then when Jesus came, they decided to quick get it together. And it was too late. So they were late. When Jesus was telling me that he was coming and wasn't ready, he was saying, you're going to be late. And if you're late, you're too late, right? Just like if you're going to go somewhere, or say you're going to get on an airplane, and you don't get there in time, you're going to miss your flight. And Jesus is saying, you're going to miss your flight if you don't start getting ready. Because you can't get ready at the last minute. Getting ready is an action, right? Getting ready. Because we're not ready. Getting ready is different 
from being ready. And we're not ready unless we're doing the will of the Father. Jesus said that, right? So, um, we're bringing we're bringing it on ourselves. We're bringing on hell ourselves, or heaven, whichever you choose, life or death. It's not up to Jesus. He doesn't choose you unless you choose him. And so if you're not getting ready, you're not choosing him. He's not pleased with you. Because you'll be thrown out into the outer darkness where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth. That's not what he wants for you. It truly is not what he wants for you. He wants you to have life to the full until it overflows. He wants you to be ready on that day. So when he comes, you're the one that gets picked. Right? The B2 men, um, whatever they were doing, I can't remember, two women. And one will be left and one will be, be picked up. Because they were getting ready. Their days were more, more about, you know, not what we do here on the earth, but, you know, as far as getting a job, going to the grocery store and all that, their days were more than that. They were getting ready for Jesus. And so they were working double time. They were doing what normal people do, plus getting ready. Normal people, I mean, you know, people in the world who aren't getting ready and have no idea. The harvest is ready and the workers are few. And God is asking us to be a worker, to go out and show those people who he is. By getting ready. You can't show them who he is if you're not getting ready. You don't just say a prayer and then all of a sudden you're ready to go to heaven. You got to learn. You got to have understanding, revelation knowledge. So you don't just like pick a few verses out of the the word of God, the ones you like, and just think you can say them over and over and they're going to happen, but you have to be all the way committed to Jesus. Not partially, all the way. And so that is the message I have for you today. Don't be silly. I, I've told you things to come. Sayeth the Lord, I've given you all this information, and don't be foolish. Don't be silly as to let it go in one ear and out the other. I've put the stumbling block in your way so you run into me. Don't go around me. Don't let me be in your way, but notice me. So if you never ask Jesus to come and live on the inside of you, to be your Lord and Savior, then you need to do that right away. 
to be born of the Spirit is to, to get revelation, knowledge, and to have understanding and to know. You'll know in your heart that He's coming and you got to get ready. Doesn't matter when. And by the way, you might leave here before He gets here and you don't know if you have a tomorrow. People that die in a car accident, they had no idea they wouldn't be here the next day or in a plane crash or, or whatever it is in this day if someone's going to shoot you. You have no idea. And so we need to be getting ready. And I understand where you're at because when Jesus told me the first time, I didn't, it didn't sink in. But I'm repeating this again. Go to him. Tell him to correct you and keep you on the path. And so ask him to come and live on the inside of you and then ask him to help you to submit to him and to correct you and teach you. He said, if you heed my voice, I'll live on the inside of you. And that's Revelation 19 and 20. If you heed my voice, I'm knocking at the door of your heart. It's knocking at the door of your heart today. And if you let me in by heeding my voice, I'm going to come in and I'm going to dine with you. What does that mean? It's going to eat with you. It's going to live with you. He's going to be with you. So if you never did ask Jesus to come and live on the inside of you, I want to pray with you right now. Lord, we thank you that you would just come now and live on the inside of us. We commit to you to do your will, not our own, to be about your life and not our own, care about what you care about, to be involved in your coming, to get ready. We commit to getting ready so that we can show others who you are. Because as we get ready, we're going to look more and more like you. Help us not to be silly and get off track and forget about what you said but just make it really, really clear. Lord, thank you and praise you, give you all the glory. So if you said that prayer, I would love it so much if you let me know and um, anything I can do as well, let me know. God bless you.